Hey guys, welcome back to The Lowdown on Katy Perry. Thank you guys so much for tuning in for this episode. I'm so excited to chat and as you can tell, I just posted another one, but I'm I'm recording another one because I've got time and this is I love this. I love this channel where I can just spill out my not garbage, but all of my words. Um yeah, so if you notice that the audio is a little bit better actually, it is actually because I invested in a podcast microphone. Um, so hopefully the audio is a little bit better than before. Um, you know, like before I was using my phone and I wouldn't say it was bad audio, but like you, when you're on a phone, you move it a little bit. There's a little bit of a shuffle, like you can kind of hear it. And I'm like a perfectionist. So like, I think after a year and a bit, I think it's about time that I upgraded the podcast. I love you guys. I want you to have better audio you know, like, I'm just excited for this new episode and for this new chapter of my podcast, I guess, where it's a little bit more professional. I'm not professional, but my microphone is, which is great. So anyway, my name is Michael. Um, you can find my socials on at Katy Perry Aesthetic on Instagram and TikTok. Check me out on TikTok. I love my TikToks. Um, and also on Twitter at, at Michael Perry 84. Now, today's episode, we're going to be talking a lot about that new Vegas residency. Um, So if you didn't know, Katie just posted yesterday a brand new photo, I guess. It's not anything brand new, but it's just a photo of her with a huge magnifying glass, black hair, yada, 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 all the normal stuff, right? Anyways, that photo was a cryptic photo because you had to go in and zoom in and find, I guess, the prompt that she gave to go to my tumblr so if you didn't know katie yep has a tumblr and she still uses it apparently i had no idea i knew that she had vlogs in the past that i think she used tumblr for but lord knows and right now she still uses it so that's great but anyway so pretty much that was for her pre-sale for fans now i'm very happy that she did this first of all because if you didn't know when these shows get announced, when tickets go on sale, they're open to the general public. Yeah, a lot of, maybe the general public, fans will buy, but also the some of the nicest seats, the expensive ones, or the ones closest to the stage, are going to get scalped by people called scalpers. And these are robots that just add to cart, add to cart, buy as many as they can. So all of those are sold from on their actual website, but then you can also resell your tickets, right? Because... They give that option for people that can't come anymore or, you know, for whatever reason, they can't come. So these people sell them and then they sell since they have like maybe like 20, 50 seats, they sell them at exorbitant prices and they make profit, obviously. So that's, first of all, part of my French shitty. Um, that's horrible to take away seats from people that actually want to go to the show for a reasonable price or at least the general admission price. So she posted this. And I guess this pre-sale is for those real people, those real fans that want to go see her. So pretty much, let's talk about the pricing. The first couple sections are... the So the first section is the nicest one, obviously. It's the closest to the stage. I don't know how many, but definitely a lot of the first couple rows, maybe first eight or ten rows, which are closest to the stage again, are reserved for people that pay the exorbitant amounts for the VIP packages. And we'll talk about those VIP VIP packages in a second. So if you're not looking to buy a VIP package, 
you're gonna if you need you can still get something in that nicer section maybe not right near the stage you're gonna be paying around 250 us dollars yeah so it's definitely a little pricey to be up there if you're looking for something more affordable you're just having a nice night in vegas you know whatever nosebleeds in the back not a great view you're still gonna have a great show you're gonna be paying around 80 dollars and middle range is about 120 to 160 depending on where you go so those so it's from 80 to 250 which isn't bad i've seen people paying like 500 dollars for a front row ticket which is uh, kind of expensive so those are the general admission ticket prices so once you pay for one of those you can also pay for a vip package now what the hell does a vip package mean there, I'm only going to talk about the first one because the first one includes two things that are not included with everything else, and then they include everything else. So, the Teenage Dream VIP package. Love that album. Obviously, it's going to be the most expensive. It is costing at $1,499 per ticket. So, you have to pay for your ticket, but then you add on this VIP package. Now, what comes with this exorbitant package? Big ticket item here you get to meet Katie and have a photo op with her. So pretty much what that means is you and maybe, I don't know how many people they're going to sell this to, like 50 people are going to go one by one in front of a, a photo screen, meet her for a minute or two, talk a little bit, and then you're going to take a photo and then you're going to get out. So that's the meet and greet. Which is great. It's it's expensive. That's all I'm going to say. It's quite expensive for the average person. Already, these tickets, if you wanted to splurge on like a nice front row ticket, you're already paying around 250 And then there's another like 1500 to pay. So it's definitely not cheap if you want the full experience. Um, obviously, they can't make this 100 bucks because then everyone's, everyone's going to pay for it. And the lines are going to be long. So they can't feasibly sell them really cheap because they know they're just going to sell way too many or for whatever reason, like, you know, it's just not possible. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, you also get, okay, not just a photo op, but you get a lot of different merch items. You get a lanyard, the placard, whatever, that boring stuff that you normally get in a tour package. This also comes with almost like a refreshment type situation. So there's some sushi there's some fruits desserts you know vegas style i'm sure it's fine like i'm sure it's great um yeah so it comes with that stuff it comes with a satin jacket you know like obviously they're not making you pay 1500 for no reason you get a lot for what you pay for and you know if you've got the means if you've if you can do it i'm good for you i'm jealous of you to be honest so yeah so if you want to meet her 1500 you get, you know, a photo op with her. That's not too bad. Um, I don't think necessarily this was Katie's doing. Um, we do know that in the past, uh, what's it called, Witness, she didn't make a VIP package to meet her or anything like that. She did have that for people that she pulled off or maybe her, like, close friends that she hasn't seen in a while. She did do that, but she didn't specifically sell tickets to go backstage and meet her. Um, and I think she said that was because she just doesn't want to make people pay to meet her. 
Like, we've seen so many people just going back behind an alley at a, a talk show or anything like that. She makes time for her fans to go out, to go outside and meet them, to, you know, to really engage with her friends. She's not one of those artists that's like, nah, I'm not going to meet them. They didn't pay to meet me. Like, she's not like that. So I think mostly this is Resorts World, Resort World's doing. I'm sure they're going to make a ton of money from it, so... It's just whatever it is. I'm happy for it. I'm just happy that we have a residency, first of all. It's going to be great. Um, if you're going, I'm so excited for you. You're amazing. You're going to have such a fun time. It's going to be a literal blast. The New Year's weekend was is going to be iconic. Like, let's be real. Like, how cool would that be? Um, you get out at probably like 11 p.m. Probably the it, show ends and then like you're just in New Year's. Like, that's so exciting. So, yeah. So, part of that package sorry i'm rambling mostly all the packages actually include it's called a pre-show tequila shot with katie which i thought was so funny because like that just doesn't make sense um so pretty much i read a little bit more into it you get to have a shot so you need to be 21 first of all remember that america's drinking age is 21 um you get to have a pre-show shot with katie I'm going to guess there's going to be a ton of people there. So I'm you're probably not going to be one on one with her, but it's kind of cool to hang out with her. Um, so anyway, yeah, tequila shot. And it's apparently Katie's favorite tequila. So that's interesting. Um, yeah, I thought that I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, OK, that's kind of interesting. So no, like it is expensive, but you're getting a Vegas experience. You're not just getting some half ass thing. This is Katie. This is not another artist you get a lot for what you pay for. So if you're willing to invest that money, if you have that money to invest, go for it. Like, it sounds fun. Um, you know, like, but also consider there's, for people that are not living in Vegas, which a lot of people don't live in Vegas. Vegas is a very touristy city. So you're going to be paying for your flight. You're going to be paying for your hotel, which during that, almost that time frame, that Christmas, uh, New Year's time frame, hotel rates are jacked up to the sky. So you're going to be paying more for a hotel. My word of advice, if you really don't want to be on the strip, do not pay $400 a night to be on the strip. There's nothing that special about the strip that you need to be on the strip. Like if you're a little bit more financially smart like myself, I'd rather take a five minute Uber to somewhere on the strip than pay so much extra for night. So look if you want, if you're okay with that, look for something off the strip. You're going to be paying a lot less for your hotel and a lot less overall. Already, the food, everything, the show is expensive. Like, if you want to save a little bit of money, consider a hotel off the strip. You're just going to be a lot cheaper off in the end. Um, yeah, so it's going to be iconic. Personally, at this point right now, I just don't think... I'm going to be able to go, unfortunately. And it hurts my heart. Like, every time I think about it, I'm like, I see people buying the packages. I see people buying their tickets. People on Twitter is like, oh, I just bought my hotel. Like, it just makes me so jealous because I would love to go to Vegas. But just with my cir circumstances, the money that you need to go there, like, it's just too much. And, like, right now with Canada, so I live in Canada, boohoo. Um, we're not open with U.S. even. Like, it's just... It's too much of a hassle. I don't want to spend... It would be almost like a grand for me. It's $1,000 at least for me to get there, have a hotel and everything. 
that's for two people obviously i'm not that's not for one person that's way too much but you know like it's just not feasible for me it's also so far away that i'm like i don't really want to put that money down may or might may not get it if i need to cancel plus this covid we don't know yet like i just maybe and this is a huge maybe if maybe like around october there's still some tickets left we see where COVID goes, how Canada's doing. Well, I'm seeing how Canada's doing. You, If you don't live there, you probably don't care. But, um, you know, maybe. I, I would love to. I would absolutely love to. And it's just going to be iconic. I, I know, like, how much I'm going to regret it if I miss it. But, yeah. What about you? Are you going? Let me know. Um, I feel so bad for my international Katie Cats. This must be so painful for those that can't afford to fly to vegas or to afford or who aren't even allowed to leave their countries for something like this it's just so hard to be like it's like that's it's like that spongebob meme where you're squidward watching spongebob and patrick run out the window and it's so painful because you want to be doing this so like i feel you i feel you wherever you are if you're feeling the same thing it sucks it really does but we will get through it smile world tour or the kp6 world tour will come she'll come right to your city and everything will be okay that's all i'm hoping for like even if i miss this at least have a tour somewhat close afterwards like 2022 or 2023 it's just so painful the last time i saw her live was 2017 october 31st like it's just been too damn long and it's hurting me like i'm already having heart palpitations so let's take a break if you've made it this far thank you so much all right thank you for that little break my heart is much better now i'm not depressed anymore thinking about not going to play okay i'm going to depress myself again okay next order of business I want you, yeah, you, who's listening or whoever, I want you on the podcast. I am trying to, so like usually my shows are about two segments, one where I just rant or whatever. I'm trying, I want to like start interviewing you guys more. I really, I think there's such value in listening to each other's stories and, you know, it doesn't have to just be about Katie, you know, it can be about whatever. But if you want to tell your Katie Cat journey, your story, maybe some funny tour memories or just anything really related to her, I would love to hear it. I'd love to talk to you. Um, If you're interested, you can DM me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever, pretty much. Um, But just like in the title, say like, oh, hey, this is about, you know, collabing on the podcast. Um, I just I love talking to other Katie Cats and just. I just, I don't have any, like, necessarily any friends that are at my level where I'm just, like, full-out stands. So I love talking to other stands and getting their ideas and their opinions about things. Um, of course, it has to be positive. I'm not going to be talking about anything negative. Um, so, yeah. DM me. Let me know. I love to... Sorry, I'm dying over here. I love talking to you guys. I'd love to talk to any of you if you're interested. Um... As you remember, my the episode I had with Chris Antonacci um, back in August, right before the smile, the night of the smile release, actually, just to be more specific, um, 
I love that. And I would love to do that again. Me and Chris are trying. We're mutuals on Twitter, so and I have I have his number, everything. Like we're we're close. But like it's just so hard finding a time to both for some reason just fit ourselves into a schedule just to have a couple hours just to record and to talk. Now necessarily that doesn't mean if we if you DM me, like that doesn't mean we're gonna be talking for hours on end. Um, I'm looking more for like a good 20, 25 minute chunk, depending on the story. Obviously, if it's going long, if it's great, if I'm enjoying it, I'm not going to cut you off, but um, you get the gist. So yeah, I'm trying, I'm actively trying to get Chris on another episode. He's being really busy right now and that's totally fine. Like I get it. Um, But I think within a couple of weeks, we will have a new episode with Chris. So if you enjoyed that last episode with Chris, a part two is finally coming. So I'm excited for that. Um, And yeah, I don't know. It's just like, I just love, like, again, just to reiterate, I just love having another person on the show with me, if that makes sense. A lot of the times I feel like I'm just like ranting on and on and on about myself or it's nice to have someone else to like banter with and just like have a conversation with. And I think... I don't know, it just flows much better with two people. Um, so if you are interested, don't be shy. Send me a DM. We'll get it done. Um, I'm so excited to meet you. Um, and yeah, so... Yeah, I'm interested. I'm very excited for that. And I think it'll be more interesting, I think. Um, if there's anything else, though, like if you have ideas for the podcast or... You know, if you want to hear about this subject or if you want me to talk about a specific thing, just DM me. I'll definitely include it in my episode ideas. Sometimes these episodes are planned. Sometimes I have like a full list where I'm just like, all right, this point, this point, that point. Sometimes they're off the books. And actually, not to expose myself, but this one is a little bit off the books. Um, Anyways, so DM me if you want. Moving on. American Idol is about to end, and I'm so sad because the looks that we have been getting have just been feeding me this past, like, what was it? Like, what has it been? Like, a couple months. Yesterday, yesterday's episode of Idol, to be more specific, had the most a sickening outfit. It was a dark, almost like a, a blood red latex dress with a little eh, mid-level like blonde bob it was so good and this just goes on and on to prove that katie has been serving such killer looks lately even everything associated with play everything has been so out of this world spot on out of the park amazing looks and i'm so thankful for that because like what else is there really like we have the album but that's been out for a while they're electric oh my god for sorry i gotta go to electric right now i have been listening to electric so often these past couple days it is just so magnificent the song is so catchy and what's even more interesting um the day came out i was talking to one of my really close friends and they're not necessarily at all a Katie cat or anything like me and I don't know where it came in the conversation but I said oh yeah like like, Katie just dropped a new song whatever you know I'm not super like pushy on of her on my friends just because like I don't like when they do that about their artists so I don't want to be annoying either and push my artists on them but anyways 
I told my friend about it and I was on break and then it came next for my next break and she's like oh my god this song is so good like it gives me chills it's uh what's it called I've listened to it seven times already and I'm like um I've listened to it once I'm at work or you're so lucky it's just it was so interesting to see how well electric is being received among locals I don't think necessarily it's doing the best on radios I don't quote me on that I'm not sure it doesn't seem that radios have been very promoted or pushed um which is a shame, to be honest, because I think that Electric has so, so much potential for radios. I think that it could be such a good song in kids' movies or even adult movies. Like, it's just so catchy and good. And, like, it's such a shame to, like, not push this into radios because, honestly, it's not that the music has any flaws with it, that it's not, like, becoming hits or it's not... The general public doesn't know about the songs. It's honestly because there's not enough promotion and there's not enough everything. Like, just everything associated with the song release. It's... The thing was about, like... Let's take, for example, Change of the Rhythm. A couple years ago, Change of the Rhythm did pretty well. You know, peaked at four on the Billboard Hot 100. And I wouldn't say necessarily that the Change of the Rhythm was a more catchy a better song than electric. Honestly, what gave Change of the Rhythm that momentum, that push was the Grammy performance right after the release was major. Major, major, major. First of all, good scheduling. They released it on that Friday. The performance is on Sunday. Perfect. There was a lot of radio push. There was a lot of radio ads, a lot of interviews, a lot of everything that pushed them on radios. So radios were pushing Change of the Rhythm on its release week very well, which when you do that, it helps the general public hear the song, like the song, uh, hear what artist it's by, add it to their playlist, yada, yada, yada. So first of all, put radio push is huge. And I don't think Electric had any major radio push. Maybe it had radio push from, you know, just the radio people themselves knowing about a release, but there was no promotion, none of that, like, just not a lot of that stuff. Uh, also, the music video for Change of the Rhythm was really big. And also, that is not to say that Electric's is not big. Electric's music video brings such a big smile to my face. Like, if you haven't watched it, go watch it right now. But honestly, it hasn't been doing too bad. Like, the views have been really good compared to past, past song releases, I guess I could say. It is such an adorable video. Like, just the concept, just everything about Katie in that video makes me smile and makes me feel so happy because it's so beautiful. Um, It's about, like, I'm going to spoil it, so whatever. You should have seen it by now. Um, It's about, like, Katie and Pikachu. And obviously, Pikachu's because of the Pokemon collab. There's no other reason why Pikachu would be in it. But um, it's about Katie and Pikachu almost like... I don't even know what they're doing. They're almost like reminiscing. They're looking back on her journey to fame. So if you see the video, you'll see the part where it goes to the younger girl. And that younger girl is actually Katie. And you see her on a 
in like almost like a farmer's market type situation. She's playing her guitar. She's kind of like, ah, I'm going to quit. It's very interesting because, as you know, Katie had a lot of troubles getting off the ground when she started her career. Um, so I think she was kind of like playing on her her journey almost. Um And what was interesting was around the final scene of the video where she goes on stage to sing, she wears those ponytails. And if you don't really know anything about Katie's Katie Hudson past or back when she was like 15, 16, 17, those, I would think I would call them pigtails, are so, were such a cute touch. And everything was so historically accurate almost. Like, it was just so cute to see how much energy and effort she put into this video. And I just loved it. Like, every moment of it was so iconic. Electric, the song, is so catchy. So positive. Like, it it just makes me so happy to listen to that song. And, I don't know, like, I'm ashamed. I feel ashamed that they haven't really pushed it. And honestly, it might not be her label herself, itself. I think, honestly, Katie might not just want to be on the top 10 anymore you know like what's it called like it's partly almost her problem because i just don't think she wants to be Katy perry number one you know like because like i think it doesn't define her worth anymore and it's hard for us because just from our past and from everything we base our sense of worth and her sense of worth almost on those chart positions. So a lot of the times you see Katie Katz getting overly upset, overly, about chart positions. And I'm like, okay, yeah, it's because you base her worth and our worth and everything's worth on chart positions, which really, and views and everything, people that worry about the numbers are the ones that get so, they just, I don't know, it's just not worth it anymore, I think. I think Katie's beat all the records. She's had so many number ones. She, you know, like, she's just done it all. Like, and I don't think she necessarily wants to look like a a desperate pop star that just needs to be number one again. Like, oh my God. I think she just really just wants to live her life. I think she just wants to create music that she likes. And she just wants to be happy. And honestly, I don't blame her. Like, with this life, like, what is the point of constantly reaching or racing after like I guess the target would be a number one when that target is constantly changing you know like number ones just aren't what they used to be back in the day you know in her prime I guess you could say and I don't think she ever had a prime I think she's just constantly been in a prime let's be real so I don't know it's just been difficult with those types of kitty cats that are kind of bringing everyone down that are like oh it just dropped five positions on the charts blah 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 but that's not to say it did badly. First day, I believe it was in the top 10 of the iTunes US, which is the one to actually care about. Um, so I'm really not upset with it at all. I think she did as good as she could. Honestly, if it had more promotion, I think it could have done better. But again, I don't want to be one of those Katie Cats that's only about numbers. So I'm happy with it. I'm so excited for the song. I still love it. I just absolutely love that song. I'm so excited for this Vegas residency that is coming up. If you're going, God bless you. Have fun. I hope to be there, but I'm not sure if I will be. Um, Yeah, I guess we'll see. I'm super excited for just everything to go back to normal, to have a new album, 
to have a new tour, to have all of these great new things. But for right now, we're going to end the show. I thank you so much. If you, again, if you're interested, DM me for a collab, I guess I could say. Like, I'd love to talk to you. Don't be shy. Um, I want to hear about you, your stories, everything you have to offer. Um, Otherwise, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great day, a great afternoon, and a great night. See you later.